Welcome to Top Shelf, where we seek truth, opinion, perspective, and we seek solutions. Yo, now real quick, if you are listening to this, I know we're about to pray, but if you are listening to this, yo, make sure you subscribe, uh, make sure you tell a friend. But yo, we are killing season three, bros. I'm not gonna lie. You know what? I'm so excited. I'm gonna pray. Let's so, get Lord, it, Anthony. <laughs> Lord God, I just want to say thank you. Um, thank you for always showing up to every podcast, every yes. IG live, to every meeting, and always allowing us to not just be our, our authentic self, but just being you, Lord God, for you using us, Lord God. Pray over this um, episode, Lord God, and wherever direction it goes, it goes because we know you are in the forefront. So in Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen, amen. 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 That was good, Tony. <laughs> Deacon Tony. <laughs> yeah, I should have said Tony, Tony, Tony. There you go. Deacon Tony. That's it. Yo, yo, I think Jeff liked that one. He gonna, he gonna, he gonna steal you for his shirt. <laughs> I, I, I told him, you know what I'm saying, that he gonna be my deacon. <laughs> whether he know it or not, or whether he like it or not. That's what I'm saying. Like, Auntie's um, gonna come with those deacon suits. <laughs> you know, you big know, old, yeah, they be rocking them big, big old school Steve Harvey suits. That's right, with the with the whole lot, whole lot of keys. <laughs> That's a fact, yo. They you gotta, gotta have everything, keys. man. If you ain't got keys to the church, I don't know what you got. That's a fact, bro. <laughs> That's it. That's it. So, uh, yo, mental health check in, bros. Mental health check in, like, so because we haven't done this in a minute. I mm-hmm. rate one to ten, man. How is your mental health? My mental health from one to ten right now is about an eight right now. Okay. I'm at an eight. Okay. I'm okay. at a good eight. You know? Ocho Cinco. It's, you know what I'm saying? Okay. You know, Cause I ate I ate earlier. That's what that's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> Something that Anthony can't do yet. <laughs> Until after this fast. Yo. <laughs> Anthony, I can see your plate already, bro. Facts, bro. I hope you got food, bro. <laughs> Anthony said, I'm going to eat my food. I'm eating your food. I'm coming for Jeff's food as well. <laughs> and what about you, Jeff? How, how you feeling, bro? I mean, it's no surprise, as always, a 10. Um, you know, I'm at, I'm at a 10. And, mm. you know, th- things are good. I have nothing to complain about. Mentally, all is well. Doesn't mean... Of course, that things are perfect. It just means that, you know, I'm, I'm in a good space and, you know, just working the way that God has called me to work. And that's it. Just try to be obedient. That's it. Love that's it. it. That's it. What about you, Ant? Yo, I'm a 10, bros. I'm a 10 all Love the it. way around spiritually, physically. You a Jeff 10? Uh, oh, no, 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 no. I'm an Anthony 10, bro. <laughs> oh. he, 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 he said that's another level. He said he's a 10 piece. That's it. That's a whole nother level. So physically, emotionally, I, I, I am a 10, Lord. So 10 all the way. That's right. dope. I love it. Right. I love it. Let me ask y'all, when y'all when whenever y'all go somewhere, like how long does it take y'all to get ready? Five minutes, bros. Five minutes? Yeah. Stop lying. Like showering. Damn, oh, Anthony. Oh, you talking about showering? Wash your ear, bro. <laughs> Now, if you, because I'm, I normally know what I'm gonna Yo, wear. Yeah, Anthony, next time I see, I'm gonna give you um, a bar of Dove soap, um, some Jensen lotion. Um, so Real talk, I know what I'm gonna wear, so it's normally like a good twenty minutes. I give Janelle okay. an hour, um, because she takes so long. I do not know why. Oh Lord. Um, Yo, that's a ministry in itself. I think when we were talking about patience in the last episode, I think. <laughs> God, play, I literally think God placed that word when he was waiting. I don't know if he was waiting for something, but he was waiting. Like <laughs> Anthony and be in the car reading the Bible <laughs> on Genesis and then get the revelations when she comes out. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Oh man. Respectfully, honey. <laughs> Respectfully though. That's funny, man. They gotta be respectfully. Uh I, what about you, Jeff? How long did it take you to get ready, bro, bro? Um, from showering to get dressed, usually about thirty minutes. Thirty minutes? Yeah, yeah. about thirty, thirty-five minutes max, because you know, I'll take my shower, get dressed. It, it doesn't take long. It doesn't take long. Now, how long it takes you to get in the car and still wait for your wife? Oh, that's a hassle every Sunday morning. Oh Lord. <laughs> Um, it's like, what do you be doing? So I stopped, yo, bro. I stopped getting mad, bro. <laughs> God has built built up a, uh, a tolerance. But, it's, but it's like, it's like, get, it's like, get mad for what? Because like, you're gonna get mad, and it's gonna be the same thing next Sunday oh, anyway. Exactly. So like, I, I've just learned not not to get mad, man. But yeah, right, wait, wait, waiting on wife feels like another 20, 30 minutes after I'm already ready. And mind you, she gets up before I do. Up before I do, but I'm that's frustrating. And you know when it's Sunday afternoon and you just leave, like we want to leave church respectfully, mm-hmm. and I don't know, like she, I think she's a superstar. Like everybody, she want to talk to everybody. Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> you know you gotta have kids with her, eh? She's fellowshipping, bro. She's fellowshipping <laughs> with, 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 with her, with her no, brothers and sisters. 30, in Christ. Forty minutes, bro. Right. Forty minutes. Yo, <laughs> yo, she popular, bro. Popular. Like, I think for me, it probably takes me 25 minutes easy, 25 minutes for real, um, at the most. Um, with wifey, that could be a little bit longer. That could probably be, but be, well, we've talked about it, and she's gotten, like, quicker, bro, like, mm-hmm. a whole lot quicker, because, you know. So, give the, me the tutorial. <laughs> yeah, even if it's a tutorial, she's gotten a whole lot quicker. I can honestly say that, because mm-hmm. we've had talked about it. I'll be like, listen. She'd be like, oh, that's why you be laying your clothes out? I'll, I'll be like, yes, yes. That's why I, that's why I iron my clothes out the night before. Like that, that's Preparation. Son, that's what I do. I mm. iron my clothes out. I make sure I have everything. Like, even a second change of clothes if I need. I'm like, okay, I prepare all my stuff the night before. That way, when I wake up, I can just jump in my, jump in my clothes after my shower, and then I'm good. I'm good for the rest of the day. Like, Whatever I need, I got. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that's what I try to impart to her. I'm like, make sure you got everything in place. Because I know even with women, it's just like, they focus on details. So it's like, Very true. Should, I, should I wear these earrings? I don't care. Like, wear, wear something. <laughs> yeah, just, just throw something on. You look good in all of them, you know? And that's respectfully. I'm saying that respectfully. You know what I'm saying? But I I, I love, I love, um, um, you know, uh, it, the preparation of everything, like, let, let's say this, to prepare, like, h- how do y'all do with flights and everything? What do you, are y'all the early guys that y'all like to be there? Early. Uh, like, mad early before the flight? Or do you want to be there just before? Like, how do y'all feel about the flight? No, I gotta be there early, bro. I, I, I hate rushing to the airport. Two hour. To me, if, if it's my way, two hours. Cause I I rather get there early and just chill. Right. Versus like I'm rushing to the airport and like I'm I'm in panic mode about that I'm gonna miss my flight. Like I used to travel a lot for work from my previous previous job, and I always hated the feeling of rushing because every every airport is different. Facts. And th- and depending on the time that you get to the airport, that you're going to the airport, that your flight is. It could be super, super crowded. Like I remember, I was flying out of St. Louis one time, and mm-hmm. I was, it was on a Friday night. I mean, Friday morning, and my flight was at, I think it was like at seven in the morning, something like that. So I got to the airport like around five fifteen. The five fifteen in the morning, the line was wrapped around. Jesus Christ! It was crazy. More than cheese. Yo, I'm like, yo, all the people was up this early. This is like five fifteen in the morning. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So I was just like, man, and I barely made my flight, and I was there like an hour and forty five minutes before my flight um, was gonna take off. So like for me, I'm one of those guys that I like to be there early. Nice. I don't care if if I could just sit there and I'm waiting like another hour, hour and a half before my flight takes off. Right. You know what I'm saying? At least I know I made it. I'm gonna mm-hmm. get on my flight and mm-hmm. I'm good to go. Cause missing your flight is the worst. It's the worst feeling, bro. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah. Uh, I can honestly say I have never missed a flight in my life. Uh, I've I've had some mad close calls though. I will not lie. I remember I was in Brazil, son. I almost missed that flight. I because they their uh airport is like a football field, mm-hmm. so I'm literally running, 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 running. 
there's boards in Portuguese. I can't read them. I'm like, no, nah, with the English section that I'm like, I gotta get to my flight. Mm-hmm. I'm always that person that's two hours. I'm just like you, Jeff. Like, just in case anything, like it, you don't know what could be cracking off. Yeah, at it's the a, it's that's a more, fact. Yeah, it, it, I'm an hour. Two hours might be a stretch. If it's an international, two hours definitely. Yes. Okay. Uh, if you don't want to miss nothing. If it's like state to state, it's an hour. Mm-hmm. Um, but. Newark and JFK are two different type of airport. You, uh, hey, you said New- that. Yo, Newark is like literally, it's right there. Like <laughs> you, you once you get through your bag, it's literally right there. So, but yeah. JFK, you gotta go around the corner to upstairs, downstairs. But the one that's the worst is mm-hmm. L- LA, man. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you ever been to LA, man. Oh yeah, I've been to LA. They oh, have, God. they the have worst. a bus over here, a bus over there. Heck so, yeah. That's a two-hour. Are you talking about LAX, Anthony? Yes. Yes, I um, hate LAX. I, I've no, always for me, heard, it's MIA. Miami, 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 I've always heard this myth about mm-hmm. LA until I went to LA. I was like, nah, it's real. Right. Wow. Right. For, for me, I say it's LAX and it's Texas airport. The Ooh. worst. That's some tra- we some traveling people. Son, I, I can't around the Texas, world. Uh, yeah, yeah. Son, you gotta take you gotta take a freaking like underground railroad to another part of the airport in Texas. And then it's like, that still ain't your gate. You still got to run to your gate, like run a couple laps to your gate, bro. Sounds like Atlanta airport, man. Atlanta airport's like that. Yeah, I can't, I can't, I can't get with it, bro. I can't. I don't like it. And, um, um, I, I, I gotta say, like, I consider myself a real prepared guy, you know, when it comes to a lot of things. And, when you talk to people, but the one thing I can say I admire out of all three of us, I got to say, Anthony, Anthony is straight up prepared when it comes to time. He, Anthony, he you tell Anthony, hey, come at two o'clock. Anthony's there at 135. That's a fact. He's not nah, there. I, I respect people's time, bro. And I love that. I love the attribute about you. You're very, very very prepared and, and so I give you your flowers in terms of Yo, that. but it's a detrimental to me because one time I'm gonna give this real quick joke. Or it's not a joke but a story. Um so it's after church and I'm rushing to I'm rushing Janelle at this moment. And for a baby shower, <laughs> it's four o'clock. I'm so I'm thinking it's four o'clock. We gotta get there at four o'clock. Right. Um like because it's like it's an honor that I'm gonna be there for my bro. Mm-hmm. We get there at four o'clock. Right. Nobody's there. Son. So <laughs> Janelle at this moment is looking at me. You know your wife can give you that look like she oh, living. Yeah. Oh, she living. <laughs> <laughs> there's, no, there's no pots ready. The food wasn't ready. The people that's hosting the party wasn't there. Oh god. Yo, they yeah. were setting up. <laughs> Yo, no. Uh-uh. Nope. Yo, nope. last week, and this happened in January. Last nope. week, she brought that up. <laughs> nope. Man, you ain't gonna be able to live that down, bro. Yeah, Anthony, you gotta, you gotta eat that. <laughs> you gotta eat that one, bro. So, yo, sometimes it's a detrimental to me, but in regards to time, I think it's one of the things like I do respect the person's time. So, if you say five o'clock, six p.m., um, I definitely want to honor that time because mm-hmm. I want you to be able to know, like. If I'm giving you that respect, I want you to give that back to me. Okay. And and let me ask you guys, has there ever been a time? So let's talk about marriage, like with, with our wives. Is, has, has there ever been a time you had to prepare your wife for something? Prepare as far as like, as far as what? Like in terms of like, like, okay, if it's news, if it's, it could be news. It could be like, Hey, we about to go in here. We, we about to go to this hood, go get some food. You about to see some stuff you ain't ready for. Oh, okay, okay, Guess okay. Guess what? Okay. Like, prepare, like, you know, give her the disclaimer. Or uh, it could be another thing. Is like, okay, you plan something for her, like a surprise. And mm-hmm. and you prepare her and get her ready. Like, hey, stop. Don't ask questions. Because my wife, she figured everything out. She'll see a stop uh, and be like, oh, we're we going to that Jamaican restaurant. I'm like, damn, how'd you know? So I'm she's literally trying to plan a surprise birthday party for um, Janelle. Yeah. And she literally asked me, what is this? What's happening with that? Yo. Isn't it a surprise? 
don't ask no questions. Just show up. But you know that's, yeah. that's just in their nature, though. You know, it's it, it's innate. It's in their nature to be inquisitive and ask questions. You know, women right. like to know everything. Respectfully, I say this, but they like to know everything. Everything, because yeah. for all you know, you for all they know, you could be leading them off a cliff. Facts. Like, well, you might mess it up. <laughs> nah, it, it, it's it's definitely. Um, a fact but to answer your question fred um yeah like i remember when i had planned uh my wife's what we were dating at the time for a surprise party surprise birthday party a couple of years ago back in 2020 and you know i i had to kind of prepare everything as far as like getting her out the house right. and you know like telling her, you know what she should wear I well i didn't really tell that. i didn't really tell what, what she should wear you know i kind of just gave an idea i told her what I didn't pick out the outfit, but I told the type of outfit that she should wear, right? I didn't tell what restaurant we was going to. I didn't tell what the plans were for that day. None of that stuff. You know, we went out to dinner or technically lunch, rather, and was hanging out in the city. Took around some places. I surprised her with her, with her gift. Because I just, like, I remember, like, we went out to eat in the city, right? And after we ate, we ate this, this really, really good restaurant um, near the Upper East Side. And afterwards, like I had bought her an Apple Watch for her birthday because she really wanted an Apple Watch. But I didn't tell her I bought it for her. This was a surprise. So what I did was like, you know, there's like an Apple store on um I think it's like on is it fifty fifty eighth or fifty ninth and like mm-hmm. fifth or something like that. Um somewhere close to like, you know, um Midtown. Anyways, I parked maybe like two blocks away from the Apple store. I told her just wait here, I gotta go grab something real quick. Mm-hmm. She had no idea. She thought I was making a drug sale. That's what she thought. She was like, yo, I thought you wanted to make a drug sale. Like, hey, what kind of person you think that I am? Yeah, son. You gotta make a drug sale. Yo, work. Because I was gone for like, like 15 minutes. I already had ordered it. You know what I'm saying? I just had to go okay, pick it up. Okay. But this is around, remember, this is like around COVID. This was like October of 2020. So COVID was okay. still going around in the city. So they still were only allowing a certain amount of people in. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Um, inside the Apple store. So you had to kind of like wait outside. So thank okay. God, because I was doing a pickup, I didn't have to wait that long. Okay. But it was long enough to have her thinking like, yo, where is Jeff? What is he doing? Is he out here selling weed or, you know, or, or whatever it is? Let me find out that I, 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 I've, I'm dating this, you know, drug dealer. He's the next ghost from power. Like, what is going on over here? Light-skinned ghost. Yo, word up. You know what I'm saying? So I came back into the car. She was like, yo, where were you? What happened? And then that's when I, like, I gave her the gift. And she was like, wait, what? And I was like, yeah, that's why I had parked around the corner because I didn't want to know what I, I didn't want you to know what I got you. So that yeah. was one time where I actually had to prepare. And then, of course, the final thing was taken to her surprise party at her apartment. At her yeah. apartment. Where you know Anthony was there, you know Fred was there, you know what I'm saying they're beautiful wives, and you know um, Bu, her sister was there to help kind of set everything up. So that was like the one time I had to kind of prepare, keep her distracted from everything. Mm. What about you? You had to prepare, not in the sense of a surprise party, but like, have you ever had to prepare your wife for something like, hey, I'm preparing you because I'm starting a new job. Like, hey, what this is gonna look like, or hey, I'm preparing you because like. We about to go to this thing, this this uh this trip. We about to go on a trip, and I've been here before. You haven't, like. So I use a perfect example right now. Um, we um are preparing for Janelle has decided to um leave her nine to five job. So I we are preparing like literally. How does that look like? Mm-hmm. Um, because that could be frightening for someone that is nine to five. You're getting a income every two weeks and things mm-hmm. of that nature. Absolutely. Um, and I think this is a part where I now have to prepare myself to make sure my wife is mm-hmm. comfortable in this transition. Right. Letting her know we got it. So mm-hmm. I'm preparing her, like say for example, we have like financial check-ins mm-hmm. or um, taking her out to make sure she knows like, oh, we're still good. Right. Like, we have the savings ready. We have things that we've been doing for that six months to know when we, when we transition, I love it. I got you. I love it. I love it. I love mm-hmm. it. I would say, uh, for me, I had to prepare my wife to meet my family because <laughs> mm. I was like, I was like, you know, we crazy. Like, I was like, she was like, nah, y'all can't be, y'all can't be as crazy as my family. I was like, All right, <laughs> you, about to, you don't know now, but you gonna find out. <laughs> so I had to prepare her like, um, and I, I and showing her the neighborhood I grew up in and mm. showing her. 
like when I went back to Kansas and showing her all of that, like, like it was so funny. We were staying in a B and B on this nice side of town. I was like, babe, this is not where I grew up, but this is like, it's great that we get to stay in this B and B. We were with uh, Jeff. We were with your wife at the time, because uh, we were recording, and part of the condition for her to come was that your uh, Papa Yeye said she had to bring along Joey. So we were all in this Airbnb together, uh, separate rooms. And basically, uh, like, it was so interesting. So, so when I took them to where I'm from, <laughs> I said, all right, lock, lock the doors. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> uh, we about to actually go back to the neighborhood that I was raised in. Mm-hmm. And then it was like, oh, it's like this, right? I said, uh, no, not so much. And so we start, um, you know, we start driving back to the neighborhood. And man... They was like, oh, did it get dark all of a sudden? Uh, like, oh, my God. Why is there so many boarded up houses? I was like, <laughs> and I was like, Joey, uh, I was like, this is where I'm from. This is where I grew up at. You know what I'm mm. saying? So I think preparing them for that in my family. And, you know, it's so crazy how we think things are certain. You know, I said in the last podcast, expectations versus reality. Uh-huh. It's like, I'm expecting, like, I don't know how this is going to work because my family is this. And, and that, not that I'm ashamed of my family. No, I, I love my family. It's mm-hmm. just that I don't know how <laughs> Sabina and Joey going to take them because they were raised differently than I was. Right. Yeah. So it's just like, they fit right in, man. Like every, like the food, jo- Joanna, she, she didn't know, but she accidentally ate some pork. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Joanna don't eat pork? Yeah, yeah. No, nah, she don't eat pork. Oh, uh, didn't I know that? Look, so the, here's the thing, Jeff. Uh, she probably she probably know now, but you know, <laughs> we had a barbecue. My brother cooked. My brother Gerald, he cooked it. Oh, he definitely cooked. Yo, cooking. he laid he laid it down. Made hamburgers, hot dogs, barbecue. Made some ribs. Ooh, uh, love it, love you it. know what I'm saying? Made some beans, and Joanna ate some beans, and the beans had pork in them. So, <laughs> so uh, I'm I'm just you know I'm gonna leave that one there. You know, um, <laughs> but uh, I had to prepare them. You know, and. My my wife still chose to say, "Hey, I want to be a part of this. I want to be a part of your 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 family." You know what I'm saying? And I was like, "Yo, I want to be a part of your family." Like, and here we are. You know, so I, I just oh, thank God for that. Um, but let me ask y'all something. So, Jeff, you already have a daughter. Um, me and Anthony, we don't have children yet. Uh, I have a daughter, and I have nephews, and then, but you know, and Anthony has his class of kids who that mm-hmm. he presides over. Uh huh. Uh, but I want to ask y'all something with, with the time that we live in, in 2022, with everything going on, we got a pandemic, racism still going on, all this stuff. What is one thing that we, that y'all feel that y'all, y'all can't prepare y'all children for? Um, I would say for me that I can't prepare for, I would just say, as, as much as advice that you can give, like, and I'm, I'll use my daughter, my daughter's 10 years old, mm-hmm. you know, so as much as advice that I, myself, her mom, um, and even Joanna can give to um, my daughter, mm-hmm. the, the, the thing that I can't fully prepare for her is life after college. Oh, um, that's because, good. Yeah. Because that's when reality really hits, right? So you mm-hmm. can tell them, you know, we, we, we you know, you, you tell them like you know, you go to school, get your education, you get a good job. But we know it's it's more than just that when you graduate from college, right? Mm-hmm. Like now you have to learn how to be responsible with your bills. You got to know, figure out where you want to live. You got to mm-hmm. figure out on, you know, what's the next move. And so I think that's just one of those things for me that I personally feel that that I can prepare, but I can't really compare. I mean, yeah. compare, prepare for her in that sense because it's one of those things like you, you got you'll learn once you have to learn that through experience right Fact. you have to learn that especially because like, i don't know how it's going to be the next 10 years from now you know we've seen yeah like you're right jeff like i'm 41 and when i graduated from from high school and i went to college and everything like that it's a completely different atmosphere oh. and environment compared Ooh. to where it is now that was 20 some odd years ago so mm-hmm. You know, it, it, it's. I think that's one thing that it's. It's going to be a struggle to kind of prepare her for. Mm-hmm. But all I can do is just really just pray. Uh, me, 
her mother um, and, you know, her stepmom could just really just pray that, you know, that she makes those right decisions and she mm-hmm. just knows what direction she wants to go mm-hmm. um, when she graduates from high school or mm-hmm. any or even after college. Because up until that point, you know, she's under your shelter. She's under your care. You're, she's under your guidance. Mm-hmm. Um, you're, her, you're her guardian. But once college hits, that's it. They're on their own. You that's know what I'm saying? In, 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 in a lot of ways. Yeah. Um, um, what about you, Ann? What's one thing you don't feel like you would you could prepare your son or daughter for? That's a deep question. That, it and is. I thought, and I thought about it and I had to take my time. Like, yeah. Is I can tell, and I would tell my, my beautiful black and black boy or black girl, um, they're beautiful or handsome, mm-hmm. but I can't prepare them for how the world's going to look at them. Mm. I literally cannot prepare That's them. Really that. Good. Anthony, that, let me give you a couple snaps. <laughs> and yeah, that really, good. you know, that really hurts me because it's like they're not going to. Now, I can't say that anymore because um, I've seen a lot of shift in image regarding how people look, in regards of um, diversity. So the world is changing in regards to that. But in the perspective of letting them know that they're handsome. They're they're beautiful, and I'll do as much as I can, but making sure that they know that um, when they leave, or like what Jeff was saying, um, when they get to college, yeah, and they get that first breakup, or even in, in maybe in elementary or middle school, and or say for example, I've seen this, I've seen this where um, a black child is being called a monkey. Mm-hmm. Or a black child is being called blacky, um, or a black child is being called um, you're so dark. Um, we don't hang mm-hmm. out with you. Yeah, and and what kills me is that, and this is for the parents, mm-hmm. is that they do not come home and tell you. They, hold, they literally hold that inside. Mm-hmm. They hold that inside, and you realize, yo, why is my daughter changing? Yep. Why is my son changing? And and that is where we stop asking how your day is going because automatically they're gonna say, Okay, I asked this question better is how did you how did they treat you today? Mm. So that's something that's really oh man. That's deep, man. I, I get scared when I hear stuff when I when I think about that question, but that's how that's like that's how I feel. I I think um so Anthony's I think yours is perception. Yeah. Uh, and I think uh, Jeff's was the real world. Yeah. Um, I would say <clears throat> one thing I would never be able to prepare my son or daughter for is loss. Ooh. Um, it's because like you're gonna lose a lot, you know. Um, so you're fair. gonna lose. You're gonna lose friends. We're gonna lose family members and loved ones. Hey, they're yeah. gonna lose me one day. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, you're gonna lose interests. Um, in in certain passions that you have, you you're gonna lose. There's gonna be a lot of loss. Yeah. And uh, I feel like the hardest thing is like I can't break that down for you. I can't tell you how to digest it. You know, because yeah. there's still I'm gonna be real. There's still some deaths I haven't gotten over. Oh there, wow, there, bro! There's, there's Didn't I know that, son? Yeah, like my grandfather's death, I still haven't gotten over. Hmm just because of the way it happened and how close I was with him until the end. And yeah. it, it's, it's, I don't feel like I could really, I don't know how to put that into words. Cause sometimes it's not words, Yeah, you, you know? And like, sometimes it's just, I, you need me to just sit next to you, you know, or you need me just to hold you and, and, and make you understand, like not, not make you understand, but just hold you and just, be there and don't say anything. Yeah, because sympathy and empathy and all of those things are are, are good, but it's just like that disappointing, hard hitting loss, loss of mm-hmm. uh, a relationship. Uh, it is, and I don't think you know what's crazy. I was thinking of this while you were talking, while you were speaking, Anthony. To your point, you know what's funny is that with your point perception, it's crazy that Target is just not a store, uh, but we are targets. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And from the time that we're born, it's like everything about us is scrutinized. It's a fact. I, I don't feel like I have the speech 
for that to tell my daughter or my son how how to deal with that. Yeah. I don't have the words. I can tell them how the world will see you. I can give them the history. I can give them the tips. I can tell them like, yo, this is Black Wall Street. This is what we come from. You should be proud of your blackness. But I saw this video of this little girl, uh, this little black girl, her mom was doing her hair and she said, my hair is ugly. And that joint almost broke me because she said, I'm ugly. And then she said, I'm ugly. And she mm. just started crying in her mama's arms. And I was just like, oh my God. And then her mom was like consoling her. She was like, you're not ugly. You're the prettiest girl in school. And I was just like, wow, man. Wow. This is, yeah. this is something else, man. This, this, this living in America and being black. And I think uh, it's, this is such a, a powerful conversation. Um, and I think something that I, I also want to bring up is, and respectfully, and you've prepared your child for everything in regards of your faith and in regards of your Christianity, mm-hmm. um, you may not be able to prepare your, your, in regards of yourself as a parent who your child loves. Mm-hmm. Um, that's something that I think as a Christian community, we have to embrace because if I look on Google at this moment, the rate for children that identify as LGBTQ um, is the suicide rate is approximately at least 40, 40%, 43% from the age of seven to 18. Mm-hmm. Um, because the, the environment is not safe, because they feel like my mom or dad or a caregiver is going to shun me. Now, you can say mommy and daddy um, doesn't accept this lifestyle, but mommy and daddy wants to be able to understand. Those are two different things. It's like, this is what we, this is what we are teaching you, but this is something that um, we want to understand. Mm-hmm. I want to yeah. know what you, what you guys think about that. So, so I think what that is... Um especially you know this is like a very very this part is a very very sensitive topic and you know so i want to say respectfully on this um regarding this topic because obviously our job is never to offend anybody right right? Right. and you know the biggest thing that i always say when this conversation comes up is number one god loves you right you Mm -hmm. know no sin is greater than the other right Mm -hmm. i know there's this perception that if you are gay or if you are part of the lgbt community that god hates you it's not true you know, Absolutely. you know, b- biblically, God is going to love you. He may not like the lifestyle that you live in. He may not like the choices that you make, but God loves you. So I think as parents, um, you should adapt the same way because you may, it could even like, it doesn't have to be LGBT. It, you could be like, well, I don't really like the person that, the, the, the you know, my daughter, the boyfriend that she's dating, right? Mm-hmm. But you still love your daughter. Right. Exactly. So if it now, if it's in a sense like, you know, your child is dating somebody of the same sex, you never want to make your child feel that they're not love and that they're basically dirt. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that God doesn't love them, you know, and, and it, it's got to be it's 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 a very challenging, obviously, conversation, especially if you grow, if you grow up in a Christian household. And, and and you are big on following the word, mm-hmm. um, but you know part of the word too is that you know it, it, it's to love your child, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know love your child that you have, even if they are making a decision that you disagree with. And you can say like, hey, you know what? I disagree with this because of X Y Z reasons, but I'm going to love you regardless. Absolutely, and then that's it. Mm-hmm. And you yeah. just kind of, and you kind of, you kind, of leave, you kind of just leave it like that. Like you still love them. You don't have to agree with everything that your child does, even the partner right. that they that they decide to choose. Right. You just you still continue to love them. You still provide wisdom and care to them. You still provide guidance, just like if they were dating somebody of the opposite sex. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then you just pray on it. Just leave it up to God, and that's it. That's that's really the most. That's, that's all you really can do as parents because you can't really force your child to yeah. love something that they don't love or love somebody that they, that they that you don't want them to love like it's 
it's impossible. You're gonna drive your child away. Yeah, so you gotta you, you gotta apply wisdom in the situation because the last thing you want to do is have your child look at you um with a lot of resentment. The last thing that yeah. you want to do is like with Anthony Sick, that's a very powerful statistic, is where your child feels like, you know what, maybe I am nothing. You know, God doesn't love me, who cares? You know, I don't care about my life and they commit suicide. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it, it's what says it's very delicate. It's a very yeah. delicate situation to be be in. Yeah. Um absolutely and, and, yeah, but go about it with love. That's 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 just put love in the forefront. Of go it. go by it with love and protect your child. Mm-hmm. I think that's something that we don't do because a lot of times when you're in the well in the fake community, this is what I'm. This is what where I'm coming from. Um, you go to maybe church and say, "Whoa, that's your son. That's your daughter." Mm-hmm. Still protect, still protect your child. Yes, that's my daughter. Yes, that's my son. Yeah. Um, and I think a lot of times we shun our kids away, and that is why the, the suicide is so high. Yeah. Because they have nowhere to go, and if they find a place to go, right, it may not be the most um pretty place. You you know what it is, and and mm-hmm. my opinion is basically that I think people don't never take time to understand the mind state of their children. Like yeah. they just they just see something that they don't like. Like for instance. It's even if you even look at like, you know, certain cultures, they be like, you got to be a doctor or you got to be a lawyer or you got to be this or you got to be that, you know, in this high rank. That's what they want. Your parents want for your life. But they don't never take time to ask the children what they want. You know, I I, I think we are meant as parents, future parents, the me, me and Anthony. And uh, as well as Jeff, like who is a parent now, it's like we're meant to be guides to our children Bye. to to help them. We're we're meant to be helpers. We're meant to instruct. We're meant to be protectors, and and more importantly, we're meant to be lovers of our children to love them. Yeah, correct. And more than anything, and yeah, yeah, like Jeff said, great point, Jeff. We we ain't gonna agree on everything. Like right. if, if my kid said, like, hey, I want to wear my drawers on my head to school today, I'm like, you ain't doing that. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna not agree to that. Cause they that's something that they're they want to do. But I know to me, like, no, that's not gonna happen, bro. Like, come on, you you three years old. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it's try. I, I think all you really can do as um as yeah. as a parent is you know, start it from young, you know. When your child is young, start planting seeds in their head as far as who they are um, and, you know, what the world's going to look like. You know, you can't give it to them raw when they're, like, yeah. three years old. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? It's baby stuff. But you start planting seeds early. Like, what, what me and her mom have done, you know, pertaining to my daughter is that from the time that she was, like, a baby, um, whether she understood it or not, at that age, we planted little seeds, Right, like I call it princess. Me and her mom call it princess all the time. But Gabby doesn't think she's a princess. Like, she's like a princess in the sense of like, you know, I'm royalty. I'm royalty, and, I, and I'm and I'm above everybody, right? And everybody's my peasants. It's more the sense like she's she comes from a heritage of the sense of kings and queens. She's a black, you know what yes. I'm saying? In, in that sense, right? Yeah, but there's line. also responsibility with that, right? Like, which means that you still carry yourself loving to other people. You're still giving to other people, and she has that, right? Um, I've mentioned it before in one of our previous podcasts when we were talking about bullying, is um, one thing with my daughter, I don't have to worry about her being bullied because she she doesn't like bullies. Uh You know what I'm saying? So, like, she doesn't like seeing people get hurt. She does have a... She can be very sassy, there's no question, but she has a very caring and loving heart. But all that started from planting these little seeds. And that's all we can do as parents or future parents and allow them to make certain decisions in their lives. And all you can do, again, give them wisdom, give them guidance, uh, whether it's regarding who they love, regarding what career choices that they decide to make, where they want to live. That's all you can do. And especially from like a, 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 a Christian standpoint is 
you know, again, plant those seeds again, but also tell them that they need to form their own relationship with God. And once they're able to do that, this will help guide them too on where they need to go. Like it, it says in Proverbs, start to trigger off with the way they should go. But even when they get old, they will not turn from it. So you just plant these seeds at a very young age and allow those seeds to grow with them. And that will help guide their path. But also, again, if they do make mistakes or if they do things that, again, whether it's a career choice, whether it's who they love, you still love them and you give them grace. Yeah. That's, all, that's all you really could do at the end of the day. You could say, I may not They'll agree tap with me when you're done. I don't agree with this lifestyle. I don't agree with this career choice. You know what I'm saying? I don't agree with who you dated, whether if it's a same sex or if it's the opposite sex. Or you could, sometimes you have to lie to your kids to make those mistakes. Not saying it is a mistake. What I am saying is that sometimes you just have to allow them to live the life that they live in and learn from it. All you can do is give them wisdom. All you can do is give them knowledge. Yeah. And then when they're adults, and you wash your hands, and, and, and then that's it. You just pray over for their protection. And then that's it. Yeah. yeah. Um, and what we're saying, and I, I want to also have this thought, because we do have parents um, as our village. Um, you're not a bad parent. Yeah, I want to make sure I'm, I repeat myself. You're not a bad parent because you have this image of what your child is going to be. Your child might stray from so left. Like, for example, my dad, he wanted me to do doors and windows because that's the only thing he saw. When I was growing up, I wanted to be an actor. I literally just wanted to be an actor. No, that didn't work out. And I went into the education field. But at the same time, in that five-year span, I thought I was going to be the, the next Denzel Washington. And he will, like, go down my throat, like, what kind of things is that, blah, blah, blah. But at the end of the day, we still have that relationship, me and my dad. But I wish, as his son, that he gave me the opportunity to be able to say, hey, you know what, son? Right. I, I, I don't really know the acting business. Right. But... Let me understand. You you know, the thing is, Anthony, you said something powerful. You said that Paul said, let me understand. You wish that he were, would, would have said, let me understand. I think mm -hmm. that can block a lot of your children's blessings. Oh. If, if, if you don't take time to just say, hey, I don't know nothing about that. I think parents, we pride ourselves, future parents and parents, uh, we, we pride ourselves on knowing, right? And um, there's a lot of, you know, we don't want to feel like we don't know in front of our kids, you know what I'm saying? In the future, I know I don't want to feel like <laughs> I don't know, but but I know that there's a lot of things that I don't know, you know? Right. And there's things that my nephews teach me. There's things that my goddaughter teaches me. There's things that I'm learning on a constant, bro. And so, like, I think I have a willingness to understand. And right. I think that was one of those things where like my mom didn't understand why I wanted to come to New York. Right. So it was like a lot of reassuring her because she thought I was going to come here and get shot immediately. You know what I'm saying? So she heard about here, best side do a die. Yeah. She, she, she was bringing out random facts every day. She was just like, you know, they said more people get shot in the Bronx than <laughs> I was like, mom, well, she, it's still me. true. Yeah, it's still true. <laughs> to I mean, this day. Come on. <laughs> to people this day. Every day like, people get shot every day. Jeff, no. She, she was watching Payton Fool, and that's exactly. why she said that. <laughs> but the thing is, I got the it's same probability. <laughs> I, I have the same probability of walking outside getting hit by a car in Kansas. Like, any, like if it's my time, it's my time, you know? Mm -hmm. and And I can't stop that. We can't protect our children forever and that's something to be known but we can impart to them our experience we can understand we can talk them through it we can run over the numbers we can you know be support i think that's the biggest thing that 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 i feel like my family has been for me has been support you know yeah. and they showed up to my plays and productions they they've given money they've sowed seeds they've they've just showed up for me man and i'm blessed mm -hmm. in that way and that's i'm fortunate beautiful. and i think that's the kind of dad i want to be i want to be like i don't care 
if I got a call out of work, I don't care if if I'm not gonna miss my son's baseball game. I'm not gonna miss my son's acting. I'm not gonna miss my son. I don't care what it is. I don't care if it's a dance recital. I, I, I I'm not missing it. You know. No, can I just tap me respectfully? Yeah. If you do miss it, mm-hmm. record it. Somebody record, record it. it. Send but, it to me. But and, and, and I'm definitely gonna watch it back with him. But so. I want as a learning moment. This teaches your son that I'm. I will always be here. But right. sometimes daddy has to work. Yeah, yeah. No, that's true. That's true. And because at the end of the day, you do have to provide. Absolutely. And that's what you're teaching him now, the language of provide. And responsibility. And the responsibility. Right, you're right. I haven't been a father yet, so I'm, you know, I'm still learning. You, you know, know, we all... We all <laughs> um, Jeff don't have a boot camp. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I'm going to be there. That's Jeff, true. where's the registration at? Where's the registration? Do not look at me as some type of daycare. <laughs> <laughs> Just that we do not do that. I think so we talked about what we can't prepare them for, but what do y'all feel like y'all can prepare y'all kids for? Love. Okay. Straight off. Love, love, love. I'm going to shower my kids with just love and um, an emotion. I'm yeah. going to shower my. I want them to be their friends, their friends that they're gonna have. I want them to be saying, "Oh, your dad is different," and different in the way where it's like I'm gonna love on their friends as well, because when they come into my house, I want them to feel to the, feel like they're home. I want them to feel like they know, like, "Whoa, there's something different about this house. It has great spirit." Mm-hmm. And also, I want to know that I could be able to be an ambassador of God, so they're gonna see God in me. Okay, all right. What so about you? I think that's one one thing that I think I would love to be able to show for my kids. Oh, yeah. okay. and also the love. Also, let's not let's not rush this. How I love my how I love my mommy. Yeah. Um, I oh. wanted to be able to see like whoa, like for example, their environment that they go into, they may not have. Um, their friends may not have family. Hopefully, that's not the case um, in grads when they're where they're in school. Yeah. But if that is the case, they're like, you know what? I want this to not be weird for them. I want it to be normal. How I love on my love on mommy. Okay, I got you, Ann. What about you, Jeff? Um, so for for me, I, I would say like what I and I'll just use my 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 daughter as an example since um. That's what I'm currently doing. Um, really, like one of the things that not only myself, I, I have to include her mom in this. Obviously, is that is helping her prepare for success as far as like success as far as who she is. Because I do believe when you're confident with who you are, um, you're able to achieve success because you could really easy. look at your failures not you look at what you may the mark that you've missed is not as a failure as a lesson and for you to continue just to strive to achieve what you want to be so one of the biggest things that we've done is just believe or have her believe on whatever she wants to do there's many things that gabby wants to do she wants to get into acting she wants to be a veterinarian um she also wants to be an entrepreneur and we always encourage her that so we basically always tell her she could be whatever that she wants to be mm-hmm. and and you know you just got to prepare by putting work into that and i think that's one of the biggest things that you can do as parents is believe in you know support your your, your kids dreams um and, and 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 really help them to be able to achieve those 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 dreams because that's what's going to help set them up for the future and teach them responsibilities. You know what I'm saying? That's what the other thing as well. I want to add on top of that. Teach them responsibility. Do not shelter your kids. That's one of the worst things you can do. Facts. When you Facts. shelter your kids, you're going to cripple them for the world. Because they're not going to know how to deal with the world. You know what I'm saying? Do not shelter your kids. Um, do not spoil your kids. Spoil, spoil your, your kids. You know what I'm saying? You, know, you need to discipline them. Yeah. Um, because I get again those two things it, it helps shape and what what the reality is of what life um really is. So that's one thing that we've helped prepare my daughter with is is that we don't shelter her. Um we have real conversations with her so she understands the reality of the world and she knows 
who she is and what she can be because we believe in her. Something okay. that you just said, bro, and my fault for interrupting you, um, Fred, is um, that's something that came out of my mind. And I don't want to lose it. Don't let your fi- don't let your fear be your child's fear, mm-hmm. because a lot of times that happens where you're living out your fear in your child. Very true. I love it. I love Parent, it. Parents will understand what I just said. <laughs> Good quote, yeah. loved ones. Yeah. yeah, I feel like uh, for me, it's just it's gonna be a lot of love uh, and a lot of. Uh, laughs mm. uh, more than anything. I, I they gonna get these laughs uh, mm. more than anything. Uh, just love, laughter, and light. You know more than anything. You're just showing them how to be uh, men and women of God. Yeah. Uh, and upstand. And more than anything, be good people, man. Like, I think that's the biggest thing is to be good people. You know, oh, just yeah. treat people the way you want to be treated. Yeah. I think that'll take you further than a lot of other. Other these things that they teach in at school will, yeah. you know, and and also I forgot about this big thing as well, um, their community, their village, right? Um, Uncle Fred, Uncle Jeff, um, Auntie Joanna, um, Auntie Sabina, like they can go to their village, so they have a village that they can go to. Mm, that's good. That's good. That's good. I love it. I love it. I love it. Man, there's another one in the bag, man. Yo, this, in the chamber. I didn't even look at the time. It's 56 minutes. <laughs> Yo, son, we killing Yo. it. Yo. <laughs> sure. That's how that's how no, that's, but how, real that's talk. how you becoming an assassin. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, this conversation is amazing. And right, I, right. I want, I want you to look at um, and if you're listening to this and if you're driving or whatever you're doing and you already subscribed, you already vote like the note, uh, a comment, um, and you also like sent it to like about five people. Thank you for that. Thank you so much. I really do appreciate that. Mm-hmm. But really think about your family. Like really think about what can I do to be the family changer? Um, how can I love better? Um, or if I'm a if I'm a father or if I'm a mother, um, respectfully, I'm not a parent yet, but I do work with a lot of kids. And I do work with a lot of parents, so I have a little thought process around it. Right. Um, I don't want to say I have an expertise because I want to give respect to parents. So I have a little thought. Right. I have an open book. Right. An open book, it means an open door policy. Right. Come to mommy, come to daddy, come to your caregiver and say, okay, I don't understand this, but allow me to understand it. Right, Yo, right, right, right. your child will be able to talk to you for a long, 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 long time. Right. Stop. Try to shift your thought process of asking them how your day was to more of how 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 did you how did you feel treated today? Mm-hmm. So, um, I give that nugget, and hopefully, it it lands somewhere. Yeah, it makes a world's difference. You know, hug your hug your child. Yeah. Facts. Make sure you hug your child. Kiss them and tell them it's all it's, it's gonna be good, man. Um, but it's another another episode. So good, game. so good, guys. We did this, <laughs> yo. I feel good about this. One. Yeah, I feel good about this one. <laughs> yeah, yo, yeah. the family wins. <laughs> yes, nobody. What is it? What does the saying go? How does it say? Nobody lose when the family feuds. Ooh. That's it. That's it. And we will end on that, yo. Right. Until next time, we'll peace and love, village. We love you. We love you. One love.